The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Um, he's at a sprained shoulder, and I do not put it past Jalen Hurts. I don't put anything past Jalen Hurts um, as far as his mental and physical toughness. So there's a chance he could play this week. Hold your breath, Eagles fans. The worst case scenario damn near happened. Everybody was praying. I know there was some bad energy in regards to it almost being like five years to the day uh, that the Carson Wentz injury went down. And now we almost had to relive that same nightmare. But we're here to talk about it, dive into the injury, and hopefully, you know, we see Jalen back uh, relatively soon. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by thelibertyline.com. I'm your host, as always, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social platforms over at the Philly Pod. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to leave those reviews, rate five stars, as you guys know by now. I make it a point every episode. Each and every review does help with the exposure of the show. Help us move the charts, uh, move up the charts of Eagles podcasts, move us up uh, as far as NFL fans, football fans, Eagles fans alike. Bring us to more eyes and ears of those guys. Appreciate everyone that has been uh, supporting the show uh, to this point, got a lot of good feedback on yesterday's Victory Monday episode. I wish I could come back today <laughs> under better circumstances as Jalen Hurts has uh, reportedly suffered a shoulder sprain in their victory over uh, the Chicago Bears. To help me uh, dive into this injury and kind of uh, pick it apart, analyze it, and take away as much information from possible. Uh, if you're an OG, if you're a Philly Pod OG, you've heard this man before way, way back when. When Wentz was still on the team, my good friend Edwin porous he says he says i've blown up but this guy has blown up more than me he's a doctor of physical therapy he's an orthopedic specialist he's a minor league physical therapist for the minnesota twins as well as a medical analyst for fantasy points so if there is anybody i could hit up to ask to bring onto the show to help us um dive into the the jalen Hurst injury it was edwin man i appreciate you on such short notice uh hopping onto the show and helping us all deal with this Jalen Hurts injury because there's a lot of uh a lot of us holding our breath in the city right now how's it going man long time no speak man. <laughs> yeah man long time no speak on the podcast anyway it's it's been good you continue to blow up uh I've continued to grow just a little bit I'm right behind you I'm just on the coattails I'm gonna try to get that Philly pod bump today yeah man <laughs> usually when I here's the thing when I come on any podcast it's usually not a good thing right it's usually nope. like <laughs> talking about an injury you're talking about a guy that's been injured a lot going into another season who we are again talking about Carson Wentz hey I told you five years ago everybody gets injured 
Quarterbacks yeah. get injured, running backs get injured, wide receivers get injured. That's why injury prone is a lie. You asked me before we started recording, is it a lie? It's a lie, man. Here we are again. It wasn't just Carson Wentz. It's, it's Jalen Hurts now, but we'll, we'll get into that. And I, I've looked at a few shoulders myself. I've evaluated a handful of shoulders, you could say. So hopefully I can give some insight that's going to help alleviate some of the worries and concerns of, I know, the crazed Philadelphia fans. Um, I'm telling you, man, since I came on your podcast and did a couple radio hits, uh, with the Wentz situation, I, I said this on Twitter, my mentions have never been the same. Philly fans are absolutely <laughs> bonkers uh, in the best way possible. So this will be good. This will be fun. Yeah, uh, calling Wentz injury prone back in the day started a lot of a lot of arguments. Obviously, that uh, that that range true because he's he's pretty much lost his job to, to Taylor Heineke. Uh, to to this point, but yeah, even back in the day, I used to say that uh, that that injury prone is a myth, and you're still gonna ride that train. I used to always say that that Wentz wasn't injury prone; he was more so unlucky. Injury prone, in my opinion, is like the same injury occurring to the same body part over and over again. That's why I don't think Joel Embiid is injury prone because it's not like it's his knee every single year; it's a finger, and it's his face, and it's his wrist, and it's all this other stuff. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. I don't think Jalen Hurts is injury prone. I think this was an unfortunate circumstance, but we'll dive into into all that stuff. Before we do, real quick, um, Edwin, just so the people know, because the people are probably going to ask, where did you find this guy and all this? Like Edwin and I worked together briefly for another sports network way back in like in like 2018, but uh, let everybody know kind of what your background is. Um, obviously, I just ran down the, uh, the, the list of things you do currently, but how did you kind of get into the medical field and what's some of your, uh, your background as far as sports medicine is concerned? Yeah, man. So I went to physical therapy school, uh, did an orthopedic residence, which is a little unorthodox because I ended up in sports. I've always been interested in the sports population. My last year at PT school, I reached out to this guy named Ben Kukanis. You know, they were going to run this fantasy site called fantasypoints.com. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it for free, whatever. Like, this is kind of fun for me. I started doing injury analysis for them. I've been with them since 2019. That was around the time that we got together. We we did our first, our first hit together uh, on the Wentz stuff that we talked about earlier. Um, Graduated PT school, did my residency, like I mentioned, uh, got this opportunity with the twins, my second year out of school, couldn't uh, say no to that. So uh, I'm super excited. And the whole time, again, I've been doing injury analysis stuff. So uh, I have my own podcast, injury prone podcast that I, I break down a lot of these situations from a fantasy lens, but a lot of the times NFL fans get a, a good kick out of understanding the injury side anyway. But yeah, man, uh, been Treating the the minor league minor league baseball players, been <laughs> trying to write a little bit of a uh, little bit of stuff on the side. I've uh, been doing injury analysis, my own podcast, and now I'm here. This is that's that's the really the 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 in a nutshell who I am. Yeah, man, living the dream. So they so they say if you get to if you get to cover something that you enjoy, then you're not really working. Little do people know that a lot more work goes into it behind the scenes. So I'll be sure 100%, 100%. guys to go uh, check out his podcast. It's called Injury Prone. You can find it, I assume, on all pod platforms. You're on everything, I assume? Everything, everything. Nice, nice. So but right after you guys listen to this, go subscribe to that so you can better understand uh, you know, medical terms and analysis and so that you're not jumping to the worst conclusion possible when you see an injury happen, which is what we do here in Philadelphia <laughs> once we heard that, uh, that Jalen Hurts was getting x-rays after the game. Jimmy Kemsky of the Philly Voice first reported yesterday uh, that Hurts received x-rays following the game. He got injured. Uh, the injury occurred at the end of the third quarter in Sunday's win over Chicago when Hurts was driven into the ground by defensive lineman Travis Gibson following a third yard run. So as as fans will remember, Hertz was on the ground for 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 a bit. Mylada and Miles Sanders were kind of standing over him. Jalen Hurts 
it was it was it was made known after the game by a reporter that during that play, uh, my lotta was scared to walk over to him. He looked down at Jalen. Jalen looked up at him and said, "Pick me the fuck up." That's literally what happened. And then and my lotta, my lotta said yes, sir, and just kind of picked him up. Uh, the injury was suffered at that point. You could see he was wincing, grimacing for the remainder of the game. He stayed in there. He went six for nine for 102 yards and a rushing touchdown afterwards so he felt well enough to stay in obviously adrenaline is a hell of a drug I'm sure Edwin you'll be the first to tell us that dealing with these athletes that try to play through these injuries um it looks like from from some of the orthopedic sources I've spoke to prior prior to talking to you uh I've, I've heard AC joint sprain I've heard separation I've heard you know a regular shoulder sprain grade one to two now to, to my knowledge those injuries are kind of a 10 to 14 day thing three weeks at most uh, but when you first kind of kind of saw the injury, heard the news of Jalen Hurts and, and reassessed it, what was your general takeaways from, from Jalen Hurts and what kind of recovery timetable would you anticipate? Yeah, I think that the 10 to 14 days is pretty spot on. We look at a large scale study on quarterbacks that was done from 2000 to 2011. Things have changed a little bit since then, obviously, but really the, the average hasn't changed that much. The, the mean amount of lost time for these shoulder injuries to a thrown shoulder 17 days, the median is nine and nine days. So obviously turnaround on a six day turnaround, even for a minor injury is going to be tough for Hertz to do. The thing about it is I think another question that a lot of uh, fans will wonder is like, could he make it worse? Like, could he have made it worse? Staying in the game, he absolutely could have made this worse. But the good news is that he went for six for nine for like what, 105 yards or something after that. So um, mm-hmm. didn't really seem like it was a problem at the time, but yeah, man, once that adrenaline wears off, once you wake up the next day, <laughs> once, once, once the dust starts to settle, You're I, like, God I damn, had, he, that hurts. yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he probably woke up and went straight to the training room. So, you know, that is something that he's going to have to deal with. If he, here's, here's the problem, right? If he comes back too soon, he could probably play through it, right? Let's say in an alternate universe, the Eagles are tied with the Cowboys or something. I know, I know you know, that's never happened before. They're tied with the Cowboys for the division <laughs> and uh, they, you know, really need a win. He probably would play this week. But given the circumstances, given everything, uh, the position that they're in, uh, infrastructure they've built for Gardner Minshew, I don't necessarily think based on the timelines and based on the situation that we're going to see him this week. Yeah, that was sort of my takeaway from it. I feel like if Dallas didn't lose to didn't lose to Jacksonville in hysterical fashion, by the way, uh, for those of you that listened to the last episode, I played the clip enough times um, for, for when uh, Dak Prescott threw that pick six in, in overtime. I feel like if Dak wins that game and the Eagles win their game, the, this, this game is a lot more meaningful, and then they probably try to inject Jalen Hurts with whatever. I know Drew Brees... Back, back in his time, played through it. Dak Prescott played through it at one point through through injections, that AC joint sprain. Uh, they probably throw Jalen Hurts out there. But now that the fact of the matter is the Eagles are just one win away from clinching that first round by, they only have to win one of their remaining three games either against Dallas. Uh, they have the Saints after that, which has draft implications. The Eagles hold the Saints first round pick next year. So they're incentivized to, to win that game. And then you have the, the Giants to end the year. So all Minshew has to do is win one of those games and Jalen can rest, get that first round by, and then come out in the divisional round. I do feel like, though, if Minshew doesn't win in Dallas, and the presumption is that Gardner Minshew is playing, even though Sirianni clearly stated that Hurts has a chance. Um, if Minshew doesn't win against Dallas, I feel like they that Jalen Hurts might have a chance to uh to to play in that Saints game just to get that win, beat the Saints, um, give them one more loss to help improve that draft pick, and then rest for the Giants, get the first round by, and then get ready for the uh for for the postseason. 
Uh, from what I heard, it sounds like, you know, days of rest is probably recommended. It's a matter of pain tolerance. Um, the risk of playing early is just prolonging full healing. So my, my question to you now, Edwin, is that say say they give Jalen Hurts the appropriate rest. Say Gardner Minshew uh, wins against Dallas. They clinch. And Minshew plays the rest of the year. Jalen Hurts has these four to five weeks to kind of rest uh, heading into the postseason. With this kind of injury, what is the risk of re-injuring it, re-aggravating it? And what is the potential of it affecting his performance in, in the postseason? Yeah, so that's a good question. If he takes the next week off and then he do, and he comes back, let's say in week 17, then mm-hmm. the chances are pretty low that he's going to re-injure it. Now, it's going to be higher than if he hadn't had the initial injury in the first place, right? And it's hard to put percentages on things. Um, but he's definitely going to be at risk for, for a re-aggravation the rest of the season, even if he were to take the next you know month off, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's just a risk that he's going to have to deal with. Uh, but I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be something that you have to worry about too much, especially once you get in the playoff. Let's say he does come back week 17. Let's say he does mm-hmm. tweak it. He's going to play through that. Uh, it, it's unlikely that unless he has a structural damage, additional structural damage, uh, that he's going to going to sit out a playoff game. So and that's the thing is like, will his performance be impacted if he doesn't re-injure it, He comes back in week 17. I think we'll see very minimal uh, performance impact. If he does re-injure it in week 17, that's when you're going to you're going to have to start worrying. You, you know, it's not entirely certain. Uh, we're not entirely certain how that's going to look. But um, he's definitely doing himself a service, and the Eagles are doing him himself, doing him a service by sitting him out in week 16 at least. Like they're giving him at least a a decent shot at staying healthy the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, there was some uh, when they they I feel like the Eagles are already kind of the the early speculation was are the Eagles going to sit their starters because they don't want to show anything to Dallas if they potentially have to play Dallas in the playoffs they don't want to show their hand sit the starters against Dallas come out beat down on the Saints clinch then and then deal with the postseason uh, when that rolls around so once the point spread like the Eagles were uh, one point underdogs when when the when the game opened up. And then we started to see the 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 number come down a little bit. It was coming down to two and then to three. And then we're looking at the MVP odds. Hertz was the favorite. And then we're seeing separation. Mahomes is starting to overtake them. And now the gap is starting to increase. Philadelphia, of course, the sports fans pick up on it. And now before the, the report was made, everybody's speculating. Oh, my goodness. Did he break his collarbone? What's going on with his shoulder? Is he done for the year? Is his wins all over again? What What is happening? And then the, the, the news came out. So we were kind of already bracing ourselves once we picked up on on the line movement because we are avid gamblers over over in this uh in this city for i saw a lot of speculation in regards to the collarbone uh and saying man hopefully like you know it's not a broken collarbone he's not done for the year uh in my obviously not as knowledgeable medical (laughs) medical background um i i assume if he broke his collarbone i don't think hurts is is finishing that game you don't think there's any collarbone damage when you watch that through right do you think that's something that would have come out by now no, that's something that would have come out by now. And one of the most reliable reporters, probably the most reliable reporter up until recently, uh, Adam Schefter, he confirmed that it looks I mean, like yeah. an AC sprain. It up looks like an year. AC sprain. On, yeah, <laughs> he's has he kind of whiffed a couple this year. It's, it's going I've been on, doing man. this five years now. This is the first time that he's been been wrong about a handful of things. But no, yeah, no. On video, it looks like it. If you go to my Twitter at FB Injury Doc, uh, you know, hit the media tab. I have the breakdown of the injury specifically, the how it specifically happened. He, he landed on. Uh, this his side like that and that's really common for quarterbacks uh, and running backs in particular to get rolled up on like that and injure their their AC joint the reason that collarbone is uh, a worry a concern or you know it is at times 
is because you can fracture your collarbone like that, but it usually takes a lot more higher energy, higher force to, to mm -hmm. break that collarbone. We've seen it before, but that it's not as common as a run of the mill AC sprain. So yeah, you can, you can relax Philadelphia. This doesn't look like there's collarbone involvement. Um, it doesn't look like there's a fracture. So I, he, I think he's going to be just fine as long as they give him this week of rest, at least. Right. Dodge the bullet, dodge the bullet there. So now the question becomes this, because this is where, where, where Philly fans start to get upset at the game planning because Jalen Hurts, whether it was designed or RPOs and Hurts decided to keep the ball on some of the plays, regardless of what it was, Hurts rushed the ball 17 times against Chicago. Miles Sanders, the lead back, one week removed from eclipsing the thousand yard mark for the first time in his career, didn't get his first carry until midway through the second quarter. Miles Sanders finished the day with 11 carries. So now there's uproar that Sirianni and Steichen, the offensive coordinator, are running Hurts too many times. And in that cold weather, when everything hurts twice as much, you don't want to see your MVP uh, candidate take that many hits. So now my question to you, Edwin, if you were the person relaying this kind of information over to the Philadelphia Eagles and how to move forward with him, is this? are you telling them we need to dial back some of the designed runs for Jalen Hurts? Or is this kind of a freak thing that could have happened on a sack or any other kind of play? Because some people will tell you that QBs get injured more during sacks than they do when they're running because they can actually protect themselves as runners. So is this a situation where the Eagles are being too careless with their quarterback? Or is this just kind of a freak thing that could have happened at any point in the game? All right, man, I don't know if the Philly pod is a family-friendly podcast, but for a second there, when you said quarterbacks are injured more during sacks, S-A-C-K-S? Not sex. Yeah, it's what I thought you said initially, so I was a little, I was like, bro, you got the wrong guy on here. I can't tell you anything about that. Not if you're Cam Newton, right? They get more when they get sacked in the backfield. Okay, okay. So I do actually have data for that, right? Uh, from 2016 to 2020, you look at injury rates. So this is where we'll start before I answer the question. Uh, when you look at other, like that's considered knockdown. So they're knocked down in the pocket. Like what happened to Lamar Jackson during his most recent knee injury, the mm -hmm. injury rate from 2016 to 2020 on those. And this is a sample of like a, just a massive sample in, in quarterbacks, right? So the, the injury rate for getting knocked down in the pocket is 1.56. The injury rate for getting sacked 1.40. I'll stop there and I'll say those two are very commonly is when, uh, quarterbacks actually injure their AC joint. They get rolled up on, they land on their side, they get sacked, they get knocked down and they're in the pocket. And that's when they suffer AC joints. So it's very common, right? So you have 1.56% injury rate for knockdowns, 1.4 for sacks. You look at scrambles, 0.87% mm. of an injury rate. You look at other runs, which excludes kneels, 0.64%. So that what that tells me to a certain extent is yes, when a, when a runner is ready, prepared and can, can protect themselves, they're less likely to get injured. Now, you go back to Lamar Jackson. And I think the one thing that I would say to Jalen Hurts and the medical staff, the coaching staff is, hey, Jalen, I know you're running a lot of RPOs. I know you have a lot of design runs. I know you're trying to boot out and scramble. You know you're a big, strong dude, but you've got to slide, man. You cannot take on contact as much as you are. And now this one may have been a little bit more of a freak than nothing because uh, the defender came from behind him, and I don't think I don't think Jalen was anticipating that a, that a defensive lineman was going to catch him. Which fair, mm -hmm. I wouldn't anticipate that either. <laughs> um, but I would say I would say uh, to a certain extent, like we need to have that conversation with Jalen. If you watch Lamar Jackson, and especially his first season, it was something like only forty six percent of runs that he had scrambles, uh, RPOs, designed runs. 
all of those runs that Lamar Jackson had in that, that 2019, that amazing season he had, he was only actually took on contact 46% of the time. I don't know for a fact, I don't watch Philly every weekend, but I'd be willing to bet that Hertz is a lot higher than that. So that's a conversation that has to be had. If you're going to run, if you're going to boot out, if you're going to scramble, then you've got to slide. You got to protect yourself. You got to get out of bounds. You don't need to take on contact. That's the angle that I would take it because I don't think you necessarily have to change the game plan and overhaul it completely but you do have to have that you know live to play another day discussion with him that i don't think uh, you know and why would you right like what if it's not broke don't fix it but i guess now you could consider it you know semi-broken so maybe you have that conversation so i wouldn't necessarily alter the game plan it's what makes jalen hurts so special it makes this philadelphia offense a freaking juggernaut but um yeah you definitely have to have some sort of discussion so that it, this this doesn't happen again, or you'd at least minimize the ability to have it again. And I guess uh, the other thing I would say too is he you've got to be able to when he comes back understand those numbers that I brought up, like the sacks and the knockdowns. He is just as likely, according to the data, or he's more likely, according to the data, to re-injure that shoulder, getting sacked or getting knocked down. So he's got to get the ball out. He's got to you know take a sack uh, in a safe way, and he, they've got to get the ball in another dude's hands maybe Miles Sanders, who knows, they've got to be able to protect him, not only when he's scrambling, not only when he's running, but also when he's throwing the ball in the pocket, they got to, you know, that's going to be something that they're going to have to emphasize the rest of the the 2022 season, because you can re-injure this getting sacked too. So uh, that, that's sort of the perspective that maybe that didn't answer your question, but that's, that's how I look at this. Yeah, because more often than not, Jalen Hurts is fairly good at protecting himself on on runs. He usually slides, he usually gets down, he usually protects himself. He usually like he'll run out of bounds before trying to run headfirst into the end zone. Like that's that's the kind of player he is because he doesn't care about his personal stats. He doesn't care about what he's doing from his own perspective. He's just trying to make the team better. The way the tackle happened, like Gibson, like almost like bounced, like the way he felt, he like hit and then like bounced off his shoulder. So I can only imagine like just the the separation and the shoulder pain that he felt on that. And Gibson's not a not a not a small dude by any means. It's a defensive lineman. Uh, but to your point, I don't I don't think he anticipated being caught from behind. I think he only saw the one defender, and then the other guy came crushing down on it. Um, but that's it's it was an interesting stat when I saw that a lot of people say that QBs are more prone to getting injured uh, in the backfield on sacks, not the sexual intercourse, sacks, sacks on the backfield. <laughs> that's right, sacks. not sexual intercourse. Rather. That might be the case. Quarterbacks might get more injured during sexual intercourse, <laughs> hey, but we'll, hey, we'll never know. I assume Jalen Hurts is having a lot, a lot of that. <laughs> He's a decent looking guy, so I'm assuming that's that's a lot of that is coming his way. But um, so so I will ask you uh of this, and this is this is skewing away from the injury side of things because you are an objective. NFL fan who is your sports team if you do have one an NFL team oh god do I have to tell you yes, I guess I can't yes, be that did. disappointed <laughs> all right so <laughs> spent a lot of time in Kansas City so I'm loosely a Chiefs fan but oh. I've been a Seahawks fan for for much longer and so that that this season has been really weird for me I'll put it that way well uh, so I well that kind of that kind of airs out this question I was about to ask you because the MVP <laughs> debate was before this injury happened was a hotly debated one. It became a a, a two team a two man race. Josh Allen to a kind of kind of fell off. So I'll run you the stats after the uh, fourteen games after fourteen games, hmm. and then you've I, I I don't know how much of Jalen Hurts you've actually watched this season, uh, but I'll let you objectively as through through guy that doesn't have Eagles colored glasses. Kind of give me your input on that. So, so the numbers wise, completion percentage, Pat Mahomes is at 67.4. Jalen Hurts is at 67.3. Passing yards, Mahomes is at 4,496. Pretty much 1,000 more than Jalen. Jalen's at 3,000 
472. Total touchdowns for Mahomes, 38. Total touchdowns for Jalen, 35. Mahomes has 11 interceptions on the year. Jalen Hurts has five. He threw two in the last game. Uh, pass rating, Patrick Mahomes, 105.0. Jalen Hurts, 104.6. And then Jalen Hurts uh, obviously has more rushing yards, 747 to Pat Mahomes, 313. They both have made eye-opening plays this, this, this season. Mahomes does it every week. Jalen Hurts is making throws that I didn't think he would ever be capable of five years from now, let alone this season. So from your perspective, I'm sure the more you've, you've as a guy who's a, a loose Chiefs fan, as you, as, you, as you word it, a guy who's probably had to hear about Jalen Hurts, you know, creeping up on Mahomes for that MVP award, who would you say, and don't, 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 don't try to butter me up just because you're on my show, but who would you say is is deserving of the MVP award prior prior to this unfortunate injury? This is this is a t- really a tough question, man, because Patrick Mahomes is he makes like he's been doing it for so long, right? But it's not a longevity award. Um, and if you run the test of like take away Patrick Mahomes versus take away Jalen Hurts, I think that the Chiefs suffer more than the Eagles do because you have AJ Brown, because you have Devonta Smith, because Dallas Cotter's coming back because that defense is, is rock solid. But I hate these discussions because when I say, Oh yeah, like you remove Mahomes and chiefs is, you know, you remove the Mahomes from the chiefs and obviously Mahomes is going to, is, is the MVP and he should be. And maybe we're getting a little bit of Mahomes fatigue and he's been doing it for so long. Right. So look, I am trying to give you like the straight answers. I think that the, if you take away both quarterbacks, the Eagles, likely get further in the playoffs the Eagles are likely still better statistically whereas you'd remove Mahomes and that Chiefs team is probably pretty bad Mm -hmm. so from that perspective that that's how I view it but I hate saying that because I've I've loved watching Jalen Hurts shove it to all the haters this year man like Mm -hmm. I've always been a Jalen Hurts fan Um, it's been fun to watch his growth and he's literally gotten better as a quarterback if you go back I'm sure you know this like Every year in Alabama, at Alabama, since he was replaced, he's improved, right? So, like, since college, he's been getting better. And so it's, it's, it's not fun to say that he doesn't deserve to get the MVP. Um, but I guess if I had to give you an answer, that would be my logic and my reasoning is removing both those guys. The Eagles are probably still a pretty good team. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fair assessment. I, I've come to the realization that Mahomes is going to win it regardless just because, like, people, people will look at the numbers and they'll see the passing numbers and the passing touchdowns and they'll say, okay – uh, and then they'll make the same assessment that you'll make. Even though Travis Kelsey's arguably the greatest tight end of all time, and Andy Reid is a fairly good coach, um, he's throwing to, to Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling as opposed to Jalen Hurts throwing to Devonta Smith and, 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 and A.J. Brown. And obviously there's no running game to speak of. Like Jerick McKinnon is the workhorse of that offense, which tells you everything you need to know about their rushing right, attack. Exactly, exactly. So uh, when you have Miles and, 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 and Gainwell, and of, of course Jalen Hurts who, who runs all over the place, um, that 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 is the conclusion I drew to. I think I felt like Mahomes was always going to edge him out. I just felt like you know Hurts maybe maybe might have might have these no, last man, few weeks the would have done it. He he <laughs> definitely and that's the thing is like it really just becomes a popularity contest and it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate because you can't really. It's just been incredible to watch Jalen Hurts this year. Like he has literally been, he's taken a massive leap forward. Like. Very similar, and I know we probably hate this comparison. The leap is in terms of like how big of a leap it was. 
Um, it's not as big as Josh Allen's, but over the course of the last couple of years, it's definitely been almost that distance that Josh Allen made uh, in, in a really short period of time. Like this is a super impressive run that he's, and he's probably only going to get better. The dude is like, his IQ is like off the charts. He's going to continue to improve learning to run, you know, against different, different coverages and learning to read different defenses. Like he's only going to get better. So I, I, that's why I hate the discussion. It's like this guy or that guy. It's like, well, they're both really fun to watch, right? Like how much time have we wasted debating LeBron versus MJ when we could have just like watched LeBron be great. Uh, that's sort of where I stand on those debates. So I know that's a little different than, than a lot of diehard fans, but yeah, I, I hate those conversations, man. Like I hate having, I hate the hot, the hot take debate shows. Like those are just the worst. Yeah. Cause you, you have to bring one dude down, one dude's greatness down to, to prop another one's up. That's just not my style, but I gave you as objective as an answer as I possibly could. Maybe yeah, we should sounds, just say Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Yeah, we, should be yeah Gino should be getting the MVP. Gino. Yeah, that's that's also a good uh, a good what a what a year that guy's had as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. So so in summation, we'll wrap this up on this. Give us uh, as, uh, in regards to the injury that that Jalen has suffered. Give me your best case scenario and your worst case scenario, and we'll we'll put a bow on it there. Yeah, best case scenario: Jalen Hurts sits out week sixteen. Uh, Okay, well, let's do total best case scenario, right? Like, mm. if I had to have create the scenario where it's a best case scenario, mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew beats the Cowboys, Eagles clinch, and I'm talking from an Eagles fan perspective. Eagles right. clinch home field, <laughs> right? They they have every they have nothing to play for. Jalen sits out again, week 17, week 18. They bring him back for the playoffs. That is the best case scenario, mm-hmm. right? Mid case scenario. Uh, Gardner Minshew doesn't look great. That's <laughs> right. I'm not out of the realm of possibilities. Uh, they don't <laughs> beat the Cowboys. They need to clinch in week 17. Jalen comes back in week 17. They do dial back some of the designed rushes, RPOs a little bit. They end up winning in week 17. He doesn't play week 18. He comes back for the playoffs. I think that's the most likely thing that happens. The least likely thing, but it's possible, is that he comes back in week 17, re-injures a shoulder, and then they got to shut him down again. And he doesn't play through the, you know, and he plays through the playoffs at like, 80 90 percent that's the worst case scenario but i don't actually think that's gonna happen yeah yeah man. who knows sirianni said jalen could play and jalen didn't leave it off the table either this is what jalen hurts had to say in regards to his press conference and how his shoulder is feeling uh this morning definitely a change um taking it day by day though you know i everybody knows that i'm dealing with something i think that's pretty public is out there um i'm not one to really talk about myself you know, obviously being a quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, you you can't run from that, you know. But um, I'm taking everything one day at a time with it and um, preparing versus a really good defense. And Jalen, yep, as stoic as ever. I don't know if you've seen how he conducts his interviews, but not a, not a, not a, not a show of emotion, not he's a crack of a smile. Yeah, he's Nothing. stone wall. Stone face, stone face. That's Jalen Hurts for you. So hopefully, yep, get that rest. He'll, he'll 100% be ready for the postseason. And uh, that was the worst fear. It's like we just went through this went stuff, and obviously Nick Foles won the title. Do we have the same amount of confidence in Gardner Minshew bringing in Lombardi to Philadelphia? I don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. But that's where we stand <laughs> as far as Jalen and the Philadelphia Eagles. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode as we dove into the injury and try to get some news and pick apart how it is Jalen Hurts is going to deal with this and what to expect 
from the Philadelphia Eagles uh, moving forward. Big thank you to my good man, Edwin Porras. He's always on standby for whenever I need to talk about <laughs> injury-related news. This was big enough to, to grab him away from his schedule to uh, to bring him on and talk to him. So make sure you go over and subscribe to his show as well. Edwin, where can the people find you? What uh, projects you got coming up? And where can the people uh, find your uh, Injury Prone is a Myth podcast? Because it is a myth, <laughs> so you say. so. <laughs> yeah, Injury Prone. Injury Prone is a lie. You can hear more about that at the Injury Prone pod anywhere you can get your podcast uh until twitter implodes and explodes and goes away at fb injury doc on twitter those are the best ways uh to reach me so yeah if you if anybody needs me to jump on their podcast uh, i probably won't move my schedule the way i do for this guy right here he's he's uh, he's a good he's a good online buddy uh i'll do anything to jump on the, the philly pod man it's it's been a good time but uh, i'll jump on other shows too i'll just it'll it might take a little longer to get hold of me Hey, don't be that humble. You was on WIP once. I was. I felt. I felt stabbed in the back. I saw this man on WIP. No, I said, "How did he no, find no. this guy? How did they find this guy? What is going on?" That is Edwin Porce, doctor, physical therapy, orthopedic specialist, minor league physical therapist for the Minnesota Twins, as well as medical analyst for Fantasy Points. All in one breath. Somehow got that done. Be sure to go follow him on Twitter. Follow all of his shows. Fantastic, fantastic insight. I remember this dude when he had like 500 followers. I don't even know how many he has now, but it's thousands upon thousands. Very good info in regards to uh, medical and sports medicine. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this show. Subscribe, rate five stars. Be sure to follow me on all social platforms. We will catch you on Thursday for the preview edition once we have certification that that uh, Gardner Minshew is the one playing. Minshew won't even be at the walkthrough today because he's speaking at uh, Mike Leach's funeral. Uh, a good Ooh, friend. So, wow. oh, it's but so he's Mike Leach was a good friend. So he has that going for him, and he's going to be wearing the blacked out jerseys. You couldn't ask for a better uh, comeback story for Gardner. There you go. Minshew. I didn't know that. All so right. let's go, Gardner. Let's go, Gardner. Gardner ain't bad. Gardner ain't bad. Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts are the top two of the four quarterbacks with the best touchdown to turnover ratio in the league right now. So I'll take. Let's it. go. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We will catch you guys on the next one. Peace out from the Philly Pop. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.